Divide and conquer has always been their strategy. Had we not mixed with those people and took on their cultures, religions, ideologies, and ways of life, and remained unified amongst one another, the great civilizations of the past would very well still be the great civilizations of the present. Ongoing trauma is still evident today with the great disunity of black people and our inability to come together for a common cause. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Hey, I'm Joel, and you're tuned in to the Curiosity in Rising podcast, where I'll be shining a light on spiritual health based in our society today. To be curious is to rise above what you already understand, which is why this podcast series will explore many different concepts and beliefs surrounding lifestyle and spiritual culture. We'll challenge and dive deep, learning how spiritual truths come in many different forms for each individual person. So join me in my quest to inform, understand, and sometimes even disagree. You're tuned into Curiosity in Rising with your host, Joel Rainbow. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Curiosity in Rising. I hope you are doing well, and I do apologize for the delay in this episode. It is a little bit later, later than usual um, between this episode and the one that came before it, but I am coming to you guys from the beautiful Cradle Mountain in Tasmania at the moment. Um, I'm on a holiday with my family. It's been absolutely incredible so far. Only one day in and still nine to go. We're doing a little circle of the whole of Tasmania and celebrating my pop's 80th birthday because we are also here with the extended family as well. So I'm so happy to be here. I hope all my fellow uni students are enjoying their uni break and getting their rightful, restful little sleeps in okay i don't know i do have a really croaky voice at the moment and i'm also recording from my brother's xbox microphone so please don't come for me if this audio turns out to be pure crapola i tried you guys i really did and i really wanted to get this episode out and i i can't wait another two weeks until i'm back at the uni studio so here we are. Thank you to everyone who contributed and participated in the recent Instagram polls that I put on the Curiosity and Rising Pod Instagram account stories. There was some pretty decent amount of interactions with that, and I really did appreciate that. I want to share the results that I found with you guys um, in this episode, because we are, if you have read the title or listened to the previous episode where I've given a little teaser, today we're talking about Eastern versus Western spirituality. In the sense that a lot of spirituality that I partake in actually is derived from indigenous cultures, eastern cultures, and I had no idea. So I want to educate a little bit and I don't want to get too like boring and statistical and yeah, I just want to kind of come on here and let's talk about spirituality. Let's talk about the evil eye and where that originates from. And if it's cultural appropriation to use the evil eye, let's talk about manifesting and the fact that that actually comes from somewhere you may not expect. Unless you've been living under a rock, you'd most likely be aware that there has been a major resurgence in awareness and debate about culture. And culture wars have been the center of a lot of media attention in the 2020s, not the way even that far into this decade. But we can all agree that's been a major dominated field in social politics lately, especially in the Western world. As I became more spiritual at the same time as we were going through this awakening to systematic racism through the Black Lives Matter movement in 2020, 
I found that quite an interesting juxtaposition of politics and cancel culture and cultural appropriation. And I remember seeing this video from somebody who I believe was South American in 2020 on TikTok. And they said that it was cultural appropriation to wear or hang the evil eye if you are a completely white, non-Indigenous, non-cultured person. I did a little bit of research about this in recent days because I was preparing to do this episode of the podcast, and I want to share with you what I found. The evil eye is considered a sacred form of defense, and it is a phenomenon that is practiced, as I said, in various religions and cultures. Um, It is kind of a widely held belief that, you know, in short, whatever evil someone is subconsciously or consciously sending towards you will be reflected back to them if if you are displaying or holding or wearing an evil eye symbol. I have participated in the evil eye fashion fad and I do kind of, I, I'd say I believe in it. I think um, I'll tell you a story about my evil eye trinkets that I've owned. I actually got one from <laughs> Tree of Life in 2021. Um, it was about mid, mid-year 2021. And, you know, I had a friend who I realized now was probably a little bit um, competitive and perhaps envious. I don't even like to say that anyone would be or need to be envious of me because I find that kind of like embarrassing to even say, like, because you can never know for sure if that's the case. And, you know, it kind of sounds like you're saying there's something they should be jealous about. But anyway, that's not where I'm coming from with this. Um, However, I was actually served by a Hindu woman who had great connection to the store and her culture and was very informative when I would ask questions about certain trinkets, certain clothing items in this particular store. When I chose to buy an evil eye bracelet, she told me kind of just the basics of, you know, what to expect and how to how to practice with the evil eye properly. She told me that when it breaks eventually or when it gets lost, it, it has done its job. And lo and behold, a few weeks later, my evil eye cracked in half and I'd never experienced a, a, a piece of jewelry or a a pendant of any other kind, just like shattering in the way that it did. I took it back to the store because I wanted a new evil eye and I, I, I did believe, okay, I guess it's done its job. I want to hear more about this. I had a different person serve me, but they as well were very informative and said, yeah, that means that someone was casting you the evil eye. Um, and it's funny, I had actually just stopped being friends with this person a few weeks before it broke, um, we had a bit of an argument. So I'm not sure if that could be it, you know, maybe that's just a random superstitious take, but, um, yeah, she told me, yeah, that's, that's possibly what happened. Um, and I found that very interesting. She told me I should bury it or just like throw it, just get it far away from me somehow. And yeah, to invest in a new one and that, it's time would come when the time was right. And so next I got an evil eye key ring and put that on my keys. 
And just a few days ago, um, actually, the the evil eye broke off of the the chain and just fell off, and I haven't seen it since. So it's very crazy. It's very interesting. And people could say, "Oh, you know, that's just coincidence," and blah blah. And I'm not, I'm not denying that's possible. But I've never had any other items kind of just, especially now that I've had two, just like break or become lost like that in that way. Like just the specific, the evil eye either shattered or got lost. So I did a little bit of digging online and asked some of my indigenous friends what they thought about the evil eye and white people wearing it. And I suppose to my relief, they were very, very accepting of anyone of any race and religion wearing the evil eye. They believe it is a very effective tool. Um, And just reading some online comments about this, someone says the evil eye is not unique to any one culture. In fact, it is from many. It is used in many countries. The wearing of the evil eye is protection against evil stares slash jealousy, not to emulate or belittle another culture. Another person says true cultural appropriation is rare. Um, I don't think, I don't know about that, but displaying evil eye designs is not an example of it. The evil eye belief and designs that have been believed to ward it off exist or have existed in many cultures all over the world. It doesn't belong to any one culture. Another person says whose culture is being belittled or disrespected if you wear or display an evil eye. So yeah, I I don't know if these people are the best people to kind of listen to, but that's just the response that I got. Now I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Instagram poll results. If you follow the Instagram account, and if you don't, you definitely should. But I did a little poll on there because I just thought that's more interactive and no one's going to want to do a, a Google a Google Docs survey thing. Like, let's be honest, it's so much easier to interact with an Instagram story poll. So while I was developing and planning for this episode, I just asked a few questions that I wanted answered from like-minded people and just people who've been listening to the podcast so far. The first question I posted on my Instagram story was, would you consider your own current spiritual beliefs self-chosen? Now this one got 17 responses, sorry, 18 responses. And about 90% of people said yes, and 10% of people said no. Which I actually found extremely surprising, and I'm not even sure I believe to be true. But in saying that, most of the participants were people I already know, and um, around my age and in my generation. So I, I would believe our generation did did probably choose their own spirituality and... Um, is choosing to to practice something they believe in and not just believing what their school or parents tells them to believe. Uh, but I, I think if you ask another generation, is your would you consider your spirituality self-chosen? I would be expecting a lot more no's. And even if people were saying yes, I don't know if I'd 100% uh, take that um, as, as Bible. Next, I asked... Do you know slash care much about the history slash backgrounds of contemporary spirituality? About 70% of people said yes and about 30% of people said no. So I, I will admit that was kind of worded silly. I shouldn't have said no slash care because if you know you and not care and then if you care and not know, how are you supposed to answer? 
Sorry, I admit that was pretty bad. Oh, the next one has 50-50. Would you feel comfortable engaging in a spiritual practice or activity that is derived from an indigenous culture which you were not related to? That surprises me that 50% of people said yes, to be honest. I mean, I would personally answer no, but there's no judgment and I'm keeping it obviously anonymous. I mean, I can see, but I'm not going to share it. Who said what? But yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, I suppose it would, it would depend what culture and if you generally needed permission to practice that belief or... Yeah. Then I asked... Finally, do you think the whole spiritual white person, quote unquote, aesthetic can sometimes be racially insensitive? The options for this one were yes, no, and I'm unsure. 9% of people said no, 64% of people said yes, and 27% of people said I'm unsure, which I found pretty, you know, on brand. I wasn't too surprised at this one. Um, I thought it could go either way. Um, and yeah, I definitely, like I said in the introduction of, of the podcast, a lot of modern day spirituality is derived from Eastern culture. And that's something that a lot of people don't seem to be extremely aware of. And I think it does come across pretty corny sometimes when you see, you know, the white girl, the white girl with 100K practicing meditation with all her white friends that is a Buddhist technique, you know, it doesn't always sit too well with me seeing that. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. A great podcast will always make a meaningful connection with a listener. If you're trying to make a connection in your personal life, trying to find a spark, try Bumble. Bumble is the dating app where women make the first move. So to get the ball rolling, you can use the new compliments feature to show interest in parts of their profile that catch your eye before matching. You can find what you're looking for on Bumble. Start the fun. Download the Bumble app today from the App Store or Google Play. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. Curiosity in rising. I met a friend this year at uni who is Japanese, and I asked her about the evil eye because she often wears one in class that I have with her. She explained that her mother would put an evil eye pin on her crib to make sure any negative energy around her as a baby would be turned back, which I found so fascinating. As she grew older, she also told me that she started to wear jewelry, jewelry which had the evil eye on it, and she believes many negative and strange people have been turned away from her life because of that and now she is surrounded by really good pure friends who uplift her and she has never spotted any jealousy from anyone in her life if you've kind of seen deep into the spiritual community on tiktok like i have you may have heard of hoodoo um, and this is a spiritual tradition inspired by west african folklore that was actually created by african slaves in the united states so Touching on that is very sensitive, and I think you'd have to be very careful how you how you approach that if you weren't of African des descent. And I am not, of course, in any place to tell anyone to speak on that community. But I did a little bit of research, and I was able to find on TikTok at that honey witch who has said about the quote-unquote closed practice, closed practice 
a tradition you can only partake in if you have a particular lineage or if you have been limited into it by a practitioner. I always like to make the connection between intellectual property and closed practices. To understand that appropriation is wrong, you first have to understand that people can make something for themselves and they're allowed to keep it to themselves. For people to use hoodoo without any understanding of what it actually is, is very much a colonizer mindset. Like, I see something cool and shiny and I want it. They also state that, why is it that in any other area in life, when we see a closed door, we're like, okay, there's a boundary, I shouldn't go in. But when it comes to spiritual practices, which are in so many ways the most private thing that we do, suddenly people can't respect that. So yeah, I definitely believe that spiritual appropriation is occurring on TikTok. And it's something that has always been a bit of an issue, but it has been absolutely magnified thanks to the trendiness of t- of spirituality and the spiritual community flocking to TikTok and kind of choosing that as as the best social media app that should be utilized for spiritual people. Um, so yeah, very interesting stuff. And I do want to hear what all of you guys think. Of course, there'll be an Instagram post about this episode and you guys are welcome to comment. Welcome to message me as always. Welcome to contact joelrainbow.com. So touching on the Western versus Eastern element, you may not know that a lot of traditions in spirituality do come from Eastern cultures and like South Asia, for example, chakras, yoga, meditation, they've kind of been incorporated into like the Western spiritual wellness sphere without kind of really showing their full extent and original meaning. It's kind of like been watered down in a way. And I'm not here to like bash you if you're using that because I I use it too. But I just think you guys need to be a little bit aware of this and it's something I'm educating myself on. And as someone who's like kind of, I guess, goal for this digital artifact and this podcast is to become a spiritual influencer, I would never ever want to get like, have any problems with that like that I'm taking advantage of something I know nothing about and that I'm like becoming an expert on something that I'm not even really deeply attached to and then profiting off of that so I know there's a major issue with that like a lot of white spiritual authors completely like steal like for for lack of a better word like steal these indigenous or eastern spiritual practices without giving proper credit and context and then they make millions of dollars out of their book or their their show or their podcast and it's just not something I would ever want to do I think it's it's quite disgusting and wrong and yeah I just think if I can kind of just shine the tiniest of light onto this issue then great We're all about curiosity here through this podcast. I want to learn more about spirituality in all shapes and forms from every corner of the globe. For this episode of the podcast, I was able to reach out to somebody I know who is Indigenous and they would, their response to this whole issue and topic was, it's just all about respect and it's all about whether or not you're invited. You're fine as long as you're invited. And it's really as simple as that. And if if your intentions are harmful or coming from 
a negative place. So it's just something we should all keep in mind as we continue with the podcasts, if you continue listening to Curiosity and Rising, as we learn more about other things such as meditation and chakras and, yeah, um, an interesting topic. And I don't feel that I did it full justice because, like I said at the start, you know, I'm, I'm on holidays at the moment. I'm using not the best microphone. And, you know, it's just me. I wasn't able to get any special guest. But we can revisit this later on um, in my continuation of exploring spirituality and all that that means. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys continue to have an amazing week and I will see you very, very soon. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram account is at Joel Rainbow and this podcast account is Curiosity and Rising Pod. If you have any questions you'd like to share out, you are more than welcome to use the contact box at joelrainbow.com. I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'm really looking forward to that one and I hope you guys stay safe and have a good day. You do your thing and you do it well. Now, it's time to do it bigger. It's time for Shopify. Shopify makes it easy to set up your online store, expand into new sales channels, and bring your brand into the real world. Get everything you need to launch your business today with Shopify. Shopify.